you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Magilus Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, this is uh, episode number 70. We are recording on August 22nd, released on August 23rd. Uh, got a couple things to talk about because it is Gamescom this week. So uh, Blizzard is at blank Gamescom. They uh, released some new information. There's a couple changes that are on the way. Season 5 is wrapping up and Season 6 is going to be starting next week. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um but for those of you who are listening for the first time, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time to listen for the that uh, take the time for listening to Watchpoint Radio for the first time. Welcome. Uh, for the most part, well, actually, we we do talk about Overwatch, obviously, Overwatch podcast. Well, we, we talk about Overwatch. Uh, we do talk news and some esports and competitive. But the focus of the show is actually on the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So even when we talk. Uh, news and esports and competitive. It usually revolves around the community. Uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio on Twitter. And you can also join us on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. You can uh, hop in there and join the conversation. Let's get into a little bit of community feedback. We did get another iTunes review, another short and sweet one from Mama Coco Mo. Uh, she says, I love Bob and Jaws. Great conversations. Exclamation point. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for the review. Thanks for taking the time out for, you know, uh, giving us a review, a rating and a review. It's very helpful. We appreciate everybody who takes the time to give us reviews. Thank you very much. By the way, I did find out who had that weird review of, like that ended with I with with Bob has great hair. Oh, you did? It's the girl that cuts my hair. Her boyfriend plays on Xbox and she listens to the podcast like while he's playing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so she thought I would get it when she she mentioned the hair, but oh, wow. I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I did tell her to to you know to listen, but I just never think people are going to actually listen. All right. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you listening. <laughs> awesome. Uh, before we get started, Bob, why don't you tell them how your week in Overwatch has been? Well, it's been crazy, man. It just feels like the crazy part is I've barely played any comp on my main character. I've played a ton of the podcasters six stacks where mostly podcast hosts from all kinds of podcasts and that I play on my alternate account. I played a little bit on my solo account, but I've been playing a ton of death of deathmatch and not a ton, but quite a bit of Lucio ball. 
So, yeah, I like I played my first games of comp on my main in like five days or something like that just today, and it was horrid. It's two games of absolute hell. Yeah, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I hopped on the Lucio ball for the first time recently. Well, I, I played it last year, obviously, and then um, I popped in recently, and I'm just like. I don't know. Like, I just don't enjoy playing. It feels like a waste of time, kind of. You know, when I play Lucio Ball, like I really don't find it that enjoyable either. Like, it's not like 3v3, where I at least find 3v3 enjoyable. I mean, I may not be getting rank or anything like that for 3v3, but at least it, it's enjoyable for me. Lucio Ball is just kind of like, meh. But, but if you do comp, you're you're getting comp points towards golden guns, which is kind of cool. Yeah, golden guns are very secondary for me. Like you are getting comp points, but I'd rather just play comp and get comp points. They're just such short games. Yeah, you're right. They are. You got a point, but I, I, I need to be able to enjoy the time because it's not like I have that much time to play. I think that's part of my. That's, that's a big part of the problem that I'm having right now. Uh, season five ends August 28th, and I don't know. I just don't think I'm gonna be able to make platinum. I just diamond. The, Diamond, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm already in platinum. Actually, I yeah. slid into platinum by accident on my alt. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, my I, I just don't think I'm going to make diamond. I, I don't have enough time to play. And I would have to play consistently, like, all week because you're going to have losses in there. And I'm at a point where the system is definitely taking more points when I lose than when I win. Yeah, you're at the and, point to where you can move your MMR up slowly. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a... The system is, it, I'm sorry, but it's wrong. Like, every time I play, with the exception of one time last week, each day I've ended my day with higher SR than I, than I did before. That means I'm winning more games than I'm losing games. You know? Yeah. Like, that, that's bullshit. That the system is trying, the system thinks I should be, you know, someplace. That's just bullshit. They need to have a, a set amount of points for a win and a set amount of points for a loss. I, I never, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I just don't understand why they continue to do this system that supposedly ranks you individually in a team based game. I mean, I've been using, I think we talked about it a little bit, uh, was it last week? And this was after the stream. Well, where, or making, after the show. They're making some changes to it next They're making week, changes, season, but not the changes but... they need to make, but. We talked about a little bit after the show last week on the stream where I was saying I was using over sumo and I look at my stats and, you know, my stats when I play my higher character are much different than when I play my lower character. Well, my higher character, when I play Soldier 76, I'm playing him at like, you know, like a platinum five level or maybe a diamond. I play Soldier 76 on my alt He's like a grandmaster. Yeah, well, that's that's why that app's kind of crap. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean I, it's all kind of crap. Like, it needs to just show you your stats with people in platinum or people in gold or people in you know that would be would be a those sites would be a lot more a lot more useful in that regard because I mean gms when they'll look at theirs i mean theirs are showing them as silver and stuff you know because it's just right. a much you know they're always waiting to regroup yada 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 i guess not o always but. over sumo has its, its set of problems like for example um 
I played the other day, and I played Soldier seventy six, and on my on my alt account, and normally it gets like a grandmaster, at least a, a master, and the daily, uh, you know how you did block, but on this day, I I got like platinum one, and I looked at it, every last one of my stats was grandmaster, or master, except self healing, except healing. And using biotic field. Now, the reason those were like super low bronze was because the enemies weren't touching us. <laughs> I wasn't getting damaged enough to need to use it. <laughs> yep. I didn't even have to deploy it for my teammates. That's how badly we were beating people uh, when I was playing soldier that particular night. So, yeah, over sumo does have its its own problems. And I think when you use over sumo, you should look at what your stats are, right? And then look to improve those stats. Like if you look at, like, for example, with Arissa, where uh, all my Arissa stats were usually Grandmaster, even on my high account. But one thing I would notice is that I was getting almost, I was getting very low boosted damage. That means I'm not putting down my ultimate enough. Like I'm holding on to it for too long. Yeah. Uh, even though I do place it pretty strategically, but I was just holding on to it for too long. So that's something I'll take into consideration. Same thing with like, you know, with my other, like, you know, my other uh, characters, if I noticed I wasn't getting it, like, you know, I was getting a lot of blocks on D.Va, but not, a, you know, not a decent amount of damage. I take that into consideration. So you have to use it as a gauge and then you kind of want to uh, work up. But that wasn't the point I was trying to make <laughs> uh, about Oversumo, you know, lacking a bit. The point I was trying to make is that the people you play against and the people you play with make a huge difference in how your stats work. Like, for example, usually like when me and you play together, I get very high stats on Arissa because you know how to work with Arissa, right? When I play not with you or with people who don't know how to work with Arissa well, well, my stats aren't that great because, you know, I'm getting taken advantage of by the enemy. Uh, I constantly have to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to compensate for people not using the shield, which I don't understand that <laughs> yeah. for my life. I don't understand when I put down a shield, why people move to the left and the right of that shield and shoot or from just right in front of it. Like they yes. keep walking in front of it. It's like, I know you have lower visibility, dude, but come on, man. Seriously. I, I, Soldier, I do. stop running in there. Why aren't you on <laughs> high ground anyway? Like, what the heck are you doing right there? Get up there. You know, yeah. it's just. I do hope that uh, soon, uh, with, with the changes coming soon, that they actually. Uh, people are like, oh, well, this is a huge shield. Maybe I shouldn't go out from you know, from the massive shield. You know, so we'll see. But yeah, my my week in Overwatch, not so great for my main. Like, I'm, I'm pretty down on it. Like, I don't think I'm going to make Diamond uh, this season. And, uh, well, we're going to be talking about some of the changes to Season 6, which may actually, I don't know, it might, it might hamper my drive to get into a higher tier but we'll talk about that not to mention i neglected console all season next season i gotta play console i got i gotta play console and uh you know because a lot of people there's a ton of people but there are people in the watchpoint radio overwatch groups on console on both ps4 and xbox and i get messages from them they'll hit me on twitter like hey when, when are you gonna play and i just haven't been playing so i made a promise you know and and Ja always play, pays his debts, <laughs> just like a Lannister. Yeah, so yeah, I, I got to do that. So we'll see. But uh, let's go ahead and oh yeah, actually one more thing. 
I said I mentioned earlier by accident I slid into platinum on my alt account. I, I didn't even tr- I wasn't even trying. I my alt account has I think it has close like close to a seventy percent win rate. I think yeah, which is those are hard because you don't have a set MMR. Yeah, so I mean, what you should have done and what I should have done is we should have just started new characters. We should have tried to climb with those. And then just left our maze just to, you know, <laughs> keep falling down. Because quite, you know, quite honestly, like, we could probably place in Diamond if we just played. The new you know, characters. Yeah, if we played the new character, played to the best of our uh, ability in quick play, and then started uh, doing or six stacking through our placements. That's true. Yeah, but I actually, so what happened, like, we were playing a bunch of matches, and usually when you're in groups, a lot of people leave before they tell you what your new SR is, even if you win. Uh, and I just wasn't paying attention. And then uh, when I, I was, I usually I'm doing something else when the map's loading up, like I'm looking at a website or I'm working on something else. But I happened to be looking at the screen, and I saw the platinum symbol next to my, next to my, uh, and I'm like, God damn it. Now I can't help Anthony at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it, that was a surprise. I, I was not trying to get the platinum, but at the same time, I'm I refuse to throw games. I'm not gonna throw games. Like I, to get it down, I may play solo with it because it's not that's not me throwing games. I still try to the best of my ability, but you know how solo queue goes. Yep. And I'm still on low platinum, so you still got those gold demons pulling you down. So, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into our top story. Top story. All right. So like I mentioned earlier, Blizzard is at Gamescom and there, I think late last week, there was some rumors that there was going to be a new map and a cinematic released. Uh, We still think there's going to be an, oh, sorry, not cinematic, animated short. I still think, but I think me and Bob agreed that there's probably still going to be an animated short released uh, tomorrow. tomorrow on Wednesday or Wednesday. When this comes out, it's going to be Wednesday. So there's going to be uh, an animated short released. What we did get on Monday was an announcement for a new map that came with kind of an animated short. It's more like a cinematic. Definitely not the quality you would normally get from an a Overwatch cinematic. I don't know. I I thought it was awesome. I thought the quality was actually was actually better because junk seemed way more animated. I guess is the like, but it could just be the way that he was moving was just felt more. Because I mean, the fight scenes in Brothers was really good. So I don't know. I thought it was really funny, which probably helped me really enjoy it. And I like Junkrat and Roadhog. I think they're they're funny. If it's not the well, first of all, Blizzard doesn't owe us anything, so I shouldn't be mad at anything at all, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to sound entitled. Um, I this to me, this doesn't count as an animated short. What they showed, like it's kind of it's just like a it's like a it's like a cinematic to kind of advertise the new map or set up the scenario for the new map. That's not an animated short. The animated shorts usually deliver some type of story, some type of lore you know, to help you with, you know, what's going on in the Overwatch community to help you to help ground you in that world. That's that's what it does. But this 
Actually, there's a lot of jokes saying that, that it was made in Source Filmmaker. Because it does look like it was made in Source Filmmaker, but I, honestly, it was just made in Endgame Engine. Even though the cinematics are also made in Endgame Engine, but just way more polished. Like, obviously, pre-rendered cinematics, custom animations, things like that in those cinematics versus what we got in uh, the the Junkertown cinematic, if you want to call it. Uh, which was, uh, you know, it was funny. You had the voiceovers, but the, the it was probably put together pretty quickly, and it was done, you know, in-game, animated. Look, what I told you earlier, what I think is, it really feels like that one and then the cartoon for Doomfist earlier, they seem like different companies other than Blizzard. It almost seems like Blizzard's trying out other people I don't know if there's actually a record of that somewhere, but it feels like different people doing it, maybe different teams doing it or something that are at Blizzard. Maybe they're outsourcing, but it seems like they're just trying to find what works for them at the best price is my guess, because those initial cinematics were probably pretty costly. Well, it might be it might be a different team inside of Blizzard because the Doomfish animated short or Origins short wasn't the only animation recently they've done like that. I think they also released a animation for Heroes of the Storm that was animated like that. So uh, uh, I it, saw that actually. That was on the Gamescom pre thing that they did with the Terpster. Yeah, so I think uh, they might have an internal team doing those style of animations. I mean, Blizzard's a huge company of. They can probably do. They have tons of creative people that they could probably do that in house, uh, or they could be outsourced. I mean, they they do outsource some other stuff too. But I, that, I don't think. I just think that the 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 way they handle. I don't think the animation or the, the Junker Town cinematic was a different company. I think it was still Blizzard, but it was done a lot faster and cheaper. And I don't think we're gonna continue to see. I don't think the animated shorts that they do are going to look like that. I think the animated shorts are still going to have way more polish. They, they show those animated shorts at film festivals, you know? Like, so I, those animated shorts are, are really special. And I don't know, like, what's the last animated short we actually got? Was it? Sombra. Sombra was the last animated short we actually got. The last and one I'm, that seemed like all the others, that felt like all the others. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I'm curious because they said... I don't know, like, was it December or January that season two of the animated shorts was coming soon? Like, I don't, I don't think the, the Doomfist one counts as an animated short. It was, it's that that's more in line with their origin stories. It's possible and, we get one tomorrow, and then possible, we get hopefully. another one at BlizzCon, maybe. I'm hoping. I I still want an animated short that's better to me than Alive. Alive to me is the best animated short that they, they've had. That was Bastion. No, that's the last. Isn't the last bat? Isn't that called the last bastion? Yeah, it is right. What, alive, alive was Widow, Widowmaker versus Tracer. Oh yeah, that was good. I still like. Uh, I still like Brothers. I know you like Brothers because you like fucking Hanzo, Bob. Hanzo, Hanzo. Yeah, and Genji. <laughs> oh, mada, yeah. mada, mada. I really liked Alive because I think it's very difficult to choreograph gunfights that are super engaging. You know, or super interesting. Yeah, yeah, we've talked gun, about that before. That gunfight was awesome, and you just really don't see it. Usually, gunfights are are boring. That's why I didn't like this season of Arrow so much. Lots of gunfights in mm -hmm. Arrow this season. They got to cut that shit out. Okay, CW. 
I know you're watching. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but Chunkatown, it is a new uh, escort map. I was really hoping that the next map they brought out was going to be like a newer game type or something like that. Not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I'm always, I like new maps. I do like new maps. Um, I do think they may release map, new maps too frequently. But we are still, I mean, we've only been, had one year of Overwatch. By the time, I think by the time year two of Overwatch is done, we're going to see a slowdown in content. I mean, Jeff Kaplan's already talked about it. He's already said, you know, eventually there will be a slowdown in content. And I think, uh, you know, the year two and after, we'll see we'll see that as Blizzard starts to focus more on their other titles. But, yeah, the, the Overwatch is just releasing content so fast. Like, you know, new heroes every four months, new maps, you know, around, you know, actually kind of whenever they want. But still, we've, we've, we were getting a, a good stream of content while I do like new maps and stuff like that, it also destabilizes the game. Just like putting a new hero in destabilizes the game. And then it takes time for them to make tweaks to the maps and then to, you know, tweak the heroes for the new map because the, the, you know, some heroes may have some, uh, some abilities that are overpowered, you know, in that map or have advantage in that map, like with horizon with Widowmaker being able to shoot into spawn. Like that was a problem. So like the new map, but uh, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I could do without it, you know. Or I could have waited another couple months. If they didn't release a new map until BlizzCon, I would have been totally fine with that. But uh, yeah, Junker Town, what did you think about it, Bob, when, when you saw it? I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm going to have to see it, see it. But the little walkthrough video, like, it looks like it's crazy. Uh, it looks like there's, like, something rotating in there that you can get on. The payload, I'm assuming, is going to be the load of gold. Yeah, uh, with with the bomb. So we don't have to guess about the story for this map. They they they, they had a whole <laughs> cinematic about it, you know. But I mean, I really like payload maps. Um, I think they are the map that gives the best the best structure for what they built for the Overwatch characters, and right. so I'm excited that it's a new payload map. I do. I, I do enjoy uh, payload maps. I mean, when's the last time we got a straight-up payload map? Because usually we, we've been used to playing hybrids at this point. Not since I started the game. Um, like, I think it released with the, the actual full payload maps that it has now. Um, I mean, they released Eichenwald, which is That's a hybrid. hybrid. But I don't think there's been a new one since the game released. Yeah, because I'm thinking now it's just Watchpoint Gibraltar is, you know, a full payload map. So uh, it's cool. It, the, I <laughs> I think they're going to catch a lot of shit. And I actually have already seen some some shit thrown at them. Uh, but I think they catch a lot of shit because it looks like Team Fortress. But that's just the aesthetic, right? That's just the aesthetic of it. It, look, it looks like Team Fortress. Your cinematic Mad, looks like it came from Mad SFM. Max. Yeah. Mad, Mad Max. Well, some people were saying um, that it looked like uh, Borderlands. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic Australia. Like, <laughs> that's what Borderlands looks like. That's well, what a lot, Mad, lots of a lot yeah. of what Borderlands looks like. That not all of Borderlands, but yeah, that's you what know, Mad Max was too. Yeah, and the, the Road Warrior po- post-apocalyptic look doesn't ha- isn't too colorful. 
<laughs> you know, so that that's what it's going to look like. I I am curious to see. I mean, I kind of, I kind of watched uh, like a playthrough of the map, but I mean, only seeing the the the, the map from one point of view is kind of difficult to fully get the feel of the map itself. I remember watching the Horizon uh the Horizon playthrough and no you don't clue. yeah, you don't get the scope of that map and all the different places where people can come from and hide and where's the high ground, you know, where are people gonna play. Uh but no, I I, I did like it. I mean obviously it looks it looks pretty balanced. I but you don't know until you start playing it, right? You don't know it until you have that place where somebody can put a bastion and you can't get to them. <laughs> well, at <laughs> least on attack, day. you'll know where you're supposed to be. It's on well, the payload. It's on the payload. You're always supposed to be on the payload, but nobody's ever on the payload. <laughs> you can make that a riddle. I'm usually behind the payload. It's kind of like using it as a shield. Well, I usually well, I play the payload because most of the time I tank. So like I just... You know, I just stay on the payload. There's really no reason. I think part of the problem when I play DPS is I still have that mentality of being on the payload versus sometimes uh, going forward and, you know, doing a, some damage and getting kills. But, you know, you, when I play a six stack or when I play with you guys, most of the time I just end up taking the tank roll. You know, even though I, I may, may be a bit stuck on it, but at the same time, like, I just rather do it and do it well than have somebody not do it. Do well. it like Korea. Win on tank and support play, and you're, and then you can have whatever DPS you freaking want. I mean, that's, that's how they play. That's how they're yeah. just destroying everybody is tank and support play. They're keeping their players alive, basically. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they're actually putting their stars on the tank and support roles. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't even matter who they plug in for DPS because... The tanks keep them like the tanks keep them protected. They peel amazingly. Their 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 positioning is just nuts. It's off right. the charts. Now, I don't think they mentioned when this was going to be on the PTR. It's not on the PTR now. No, uh, I think they like they like to put stuff on the PTR on Thursdays. So I think that we might see it on PTR on Thursday uh, or whenever Gamescom is over. You know, yeah, we might see it on the that. PTR. So I think it's playable at Gamescom. Yeah. I mean, they might pull a Oasis because Oasis was shown at BlizzCon, but wasn't made available on the PTR until like a few weeks later, maybe almost a month later. I don't even remember that. Yeah, because Oasis wasn't immediately available right after BlizzCon. So we'll see. And once we get our hands on Junkertown, we'll definitely be able to talk more in depth about it and how it plays. So we'll see. But... Let's move on and talk about Diva because there's some Diva changes coming. And I don't know how I feel. Me, me and Bob have opposing have opposing views of this. But uh let's just list the changes quickly. First of all, Diva is getting a nerf to the put to defense matrix. It's being it's gonna deplete twice as fast. Play it. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, we're gonna swing Sorry, back. To I had that. to. I had to go through it because unbelievable. Thank God. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna swing back around to that. Uh, she'll also be able to fire while using boosters. This is something Jeff Kaplan specifically talked about, like not even a year ago, saying that 
Diva has unlimited ammo. She does not reload, which is why when she flies forward, we don't allow her to shoot. Specifically says that, and now we have this. Well, he's a and man now we have this. when he's wrong. <laughs> no, no, that that wasn't that wasn't wrong. I'm fucking sorry. That wasn't the wrong call. That was a good call for Diva. Also, she's gonna have a mini rocket ability. <laughs> Will she be? She'll be able to shoot mini rockets while she's using any other ability. While so she will be able to constantly pepper you and fire mini rockets. But she won't be able to negate what I'm freaking doing. So, heck yeah, uh, dude! Like <laughs> just today, the two games that I played that were fucking horrible was because. Two divas, one in the first game, one in the second game, that competently ate everything, which is not that hard of a job to do. And oh, with bad DPS and people that uh, people that are charging Zarya, like I mean, it would just uh, she always would stop you right before you killed them. Like it was just it was it's oppressive and i'm glad they're gonna cut it in half so that just means that she can't eat a whole soldier alt like that should get soldier back in i mean it's it's a cool thing all around this makes the game easier for other people but it's not like diva isn't manageable now diva is not op she's not her First of all, defense if they matrix w- is defense matrix is not OP. It's OP. You can make a diva def- you can make a diva drain her defense matrix. Not I if do she has it a good team. All the time, I do that shit all the time. But I make you've been divas playing de- on the lower character lately. I'm not talking about the fucking lower <laughs> character, Bob. I'm talking about the same matches that we're playing in. I'm talking about the same matches we're playing. You can you can make a, a diva de- drain her defense matrix, and then once it's drained, it is not easy for her to get it back. It takes longer to get it back, and you can get her out of mech at that point. Usually Plus you're, she's, you're reloading she, while she's getting it back. Not if you're playing Arissa. Like, <laughs> we're, we're just going to disagree on this one because no. it is oppressive, and it is the worst ability of the game. It eats ultimates. It's, it's just damage boring. mitigation. She's a fucking tank. That's what she's supposed to do. She's a tank. She's supposed to mitigate damage. She's supposed to eat damage for but her people. Now she'll be a little bit more like Zarya rather than like freaking better than Reinhardt. <laughs> like, you know, like... Ryan, her and Reinhardt have two, like, different roles, though. Yeah, but that's she can like, just eat. Like, it's even better than Ryan's. But, yeah, she, you know, that's, you're right, she does eat, but that's why Ryan's shield doesn't take, doesn't, you know, only stay up for five seconds, you know? Like, Diva, there's so many ways to counter Diva, and if they want, if Defense Matrix, if they really want to change Defense Matrix... What they should have done is that they should have made it take longer for it to refill as opposed to making it drain twice as fast. So that when someone, so that when defense matrix gets drained, that they, it, it, they would have, they would have to think they would have to use it more wisely because it's harder for them to get it back. That's what they should have done. Not fucking completely made it. It's going to be almost fucking useless. What she's going to be, is she, exactly she's gonna be useless the same as a tank. Thing. She's what gonna you're be saying is exactly not the exactly thing. the same thing. It is because you're you're just saying it should ref, it should refill. It's not like, the same thing because if it's still, if she still has the same if it still takes the same amount of time to drain, you can use it smarter. Like as opposed to completely trying to eat 
uh, me shooting you as Arissa, which she can't, by the way. Arissa outshoots her uh, her defense matrix. Same thing with Bastion. Well, Arissa well, Bastion shoot for five minutes. So yeah, and same thing. Like Soldier can still get her defense matrix down super fast. Soldier doesn't take five minutes to reload. He reloads and continues to drain her defense matrix. That's different than you know. Uh, you know, having it drain twice as fast is definitely different than having it refill slower because she can still be super effective as a damage mitigator, but now she has to be more careful because if it drains all the way down, then she's useless as opposed to making her defense matrix useless as a tank. She's going to be a great fucking bully again. She's going to be an amazing bully again, <laughs> which they said she's not supposed to be a, a bully. She's supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, damage mitigation. So she's gonna be a great bully. She's gonna still be a great character. I'm not saying she's not gonna be a great character. She will be. When but did she, they say they wanted her to be damage mitigation? Oh, this was like before you got on the show. Actually, me and Mikey talked about this a lot because Mikey was mad that they forced her into damage mitigation when her kit was built for bullying. She's gonna be a hell of a lot more fun now. I think she's fun to play now. I find playing her role fun. Fuck me, right? Like, like, I, I find well, you right. You're just sticking with your team, never really getting to do a whole lot, and you're just using defense matrix, which is what yeah. Stevens did today. I hate him. So you're mad at him for doing their job? Yeah, you're mad at really Divas for good. playing Diva it's the way they're really, supposed to play it. The way that's that, what you're mad at. Well, the developers would agree that it's not the way you're supposed to play it. Hence the change. No, that's not what they said. I can, f- I mean, the forums are still there. I will pull for you after the show with fucking Chris Metzen or was it Jeff Johns? Who, not Chris Metzen. Obviously, no, it definitely wasn't Chris Metzen. Sorry. It was Jeff Johns, I'm pretty sure, saying that Diva was always supposed to be a, a damage mitigator. That was her role. But her kit doesn't say so, which was Mikey's point. Now she's definitely back to being a fucking bully. That's what she is. She can fly what? in on top of somebody, spray them down. Now with many rockets, goodbye, Zenyatta. Goodbye, Anna. Like, you know, almost maybe possibly goodbye, we fucking Mercy. Yeah, we don't know what the mini rockets do. They might be like Winston's, you know, what does uh, Wicked call it? Tickle, uh, tickle gun. She calls they're it fucking, tickle gun. I'm sorry, it's what they're, it does. They're, tickles. they're fucking rockets. <laughs> so it might be tickle rockets. <laughs> tickle it might be like this big, you know, like you know, the size of like an inch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna fault Diva for doing her job simply because I'm, I Diva can be annoying. Yes, her eating your ultimate annoying. Yes, her eating up uh, your soldier ult. Yes, but that's why you f- play as a team. You focus the Diva down and get her out of mech so that she can do your ultimates. You tell that to the other five people in my solo queue. Well, you because I tried. They you were in fucking solo queue. <laughs> get the fuck you, you invalid, invalid, Bob. I don't no, care about your troubles today. I think the majority <laughs> of the people play solo and do a queue. That's true. I, I will give you that. People, plenty of people play solo and do a queue. But this game is supposed to be a team game, and now you're balancing so you're it for people who get, play by is themselves. Get friends, then, right? Yeah, get friends. <laughs> get friends. <laughs> but that's what I, that's all I'm saying. This is. I think this is an unnecessary change. Changing Diva's role again in two years, she's had her role changed twice and major changes made to her kit. It's exciting. Like the, the game won't stabilize with imbalancing like this. It won't. It won't stabilize with imbalancing like this. And this will always be a problem with competitive Overwatch if it can't stabilize. But it'll be exciting. 
And Bob, fuck excitement, man. I want some some stabilizer. Like, but okay, I understand. So the changes are exciting, and they change the way the game is played. Um, Like you disagreed with me yesterday, uh, or when we talked earlier. um, But you think I think this could bring back a three tank meta. Uh, where Diva doesn't so. fit a tank role anymore. Diva's going to be out and about finding people to kill and putting down damage and using defense matrix to back out of situations, you know. And you still have two tanks on on the on the uh, on the cart. I think that's what we're going to see. I think we're going to see another three tank battle. Reaper's going to fucking love it, you know. Well, what killed the three tank meta was Anna's nerfs, you know, like. That's, I mean, that's what killed it. Like, that's why you could run the three tank is because she could just heal everybody up. So basically, a Lucio and an Anna could just do, I mean, the tanks would just never get low. And then right. you also had the speed boost and you had the Roadhog one shots. The Roadhog well, one shots. I'm, I'm not saying play three tank meta with three tanks playing the tank role right i'm saying you're going to be diva's going to be removed from the tanking role now and she's going to be more of a dps character she's going to be a damage character so that's why you can throw her in there like that Hmm? i i think she'll be the same as zarya i think zarya is a is a bit better at uh tanking than diva would be at this point or let me put it like this i think diva would be more useful De- dealing damage with the current with with these changes and obviously i could be wrong because we haven't seen them yet you know they they could be balancing it in a way that we're i'm not thinking about so you know i'll eat that if i'm wrong about it but if she's able to put out push out as much damage as i think she's going to be able to push out you know with this dude like i i she she'll be more useful as a as a damage dealer and I think one of the things that really bother me is firing while using the rocket boosters. That that's a that's just such a bully thing, right? Somebody is running away from you, you chase those motherfuckers right down. You know? I think this, she does it in some like cinematics or something where she's flying and shooting sideways. Well, that's imagination, Bob. We're talking about actual <laughs> overwatching. <laughs> but and it, the changes they're making to Widow, right? That about her being able to escape faster. I think that's a really good change for widows. I, I think so, player, yeah, but I, I do think myself stuck. I think so. It's a good change as well, but I kind of think like, well, fuck that now. Like, you know, Diva's just gonna chase her down as she's like flying away. Like, <laughs> that's Take that's kind of the end of it. You know, that's kind of it. So I think I kind of don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, oh, they're completely useless because they're not completely useless. But at the um, at the same time, I don't know. I just it's not that I think these changes are bad for Diva, right? They're going to change the way that she plays. I just think they're unnecessary because, you know, Diva is, uh, people were complaining that they can't play Diva the way they played her before, which is as a non-tank, it was as a bully. And now they have to play her that way. And, they, and nobody likes it. This is the problem with balancing the game based off of player feelings versus actual you know, uh, balancing needs. Like they're, they're changing the game based on the player's feelings. Like if you have a vision for the character, keep the vision. The players will work around it. It's not like Diva had a low pick rate, you know? No, the, well, players- I, mean, I think that's the problem. I think the pick, the pick rate's the problem. I mean, they're, they're going to try and fix 
they consider characters that are 100% pick pick rate broken. I mean, that's what I take from the changes that they've made throughout the last nine months. You're always going to have, you're not, you're never going to have a point where the pick rates are like super balanced. I'm trying to see, hold on a sec. Let me look at Diva's uh, pick rate here. Oh, there's actually a new meta report on Omnic Meta. I'm looking at it right now. Her pick rate. And I think, okay, so in Grandmaster, in Grandmaster, it's a little bit over 40%. Masters is a little over 40%. Uh, Diamond, it's a bit higher. Let's say 44%. Platinum, a little higher. Let's say 45%. Gold, let's say about 47%. And I'm going off the cuff here because I'm, um, because it doesn't have the actual numbers here. Or at least I didn't see them. Uh, Silver, a little over 50%. Bronze. A little over 50%. So the higher rank you go, the lower Diva is actually picked. She is not a much a must pick. Mercy has a higher pick rate than her in almost every category except Grandmaster. They're hmm. they're reworking Mercy. Yeah. So, but we're not talking about Mercy right now, Bob. We're talking about Diva. Let's see, Winston has <laughs> Look how a high her bars are though compared to every other character. Look at how high Winston's bars are compared to every character. Look at how high Lucio's bars are compared to every other character yep. like you know winston has a goddamn let's say 72 percent pick rate in grandmaster yep you know the highest pick rate that i see here is actually mercy in silver at almost 80 percent because those silver players like well we need to heal right mercy's a healer put her in the fucking game okay <laughs> do you don't have to aim yeah <laughs> although at but, that level you see mercy with her pistol out way more than should ever happen in one game that is true they're, they're trying to make battle mercy a thing battle mercy is not a thing guys it's not a thing nope, it shouldn't nope. be a thing it's a last ditch effort to get your ultimate so you can res everybody at the very end or if you're one-on-one -on -one with someone and you can't get away then those are the only times you should be pulling that pistol out yeah yeah I'm, i mean like i'm looking at the the meta report and Diva, like Winston, definitely has a much higher pick rate than her in the higher tiers. Uh, like Diva is the second most picked tank uh, until you get to Platinum, which she has a little bit of an advantage over Winston. Then you get into Gold, and it, it kind of grows from there. Like Diva starts, like the lower you go, the more uh, you see Diva. In, in in the um in the rankings. So yeah, I mean you're but you're always gonna have a high tier tank uh, pick tank. Like these numbers, these graphs are never gonna show even. They're just not. Diva's an attractive tank because she actually mitigates damage. You know? Look at Roadhog. <laughs> Look at him all the way at the bottom there as a tank. You know why? Because he can't. One, he can't mitigate damage, and two, he can't. He can't trade for you anymore. He can't take somebody off the screen. You know, like that's the thing. He just can't. Like that's why she she's mobile and can mitigate damage. Like that's what why she's attractive. I'm gonna go with Roadhog sucks. That's basically uh, like, well, that's you, where it's at. That's why Roadhog's not picked. Well, you bad. saw me tear it up with Roadhog once. What's <laughs> 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 the nerf? And even I'll, I'll admit, even I was like, okay, that's enough Roadhog. They switched up the comp. We're going to change it back now. Yeah, you just like to use it against Doom, but I mean, really, um, McCree, 
properly takes out Doom. Uh, Farah. I mean, there's so many characters that can, take out Doomfist. They can take out Doomfist, but I think Roadhog takes him out the most reliably. Just doesn't do the other stuff that like a McCree could do. I don't know. I was fu- I was fucking people up as uh, Roadhog that night. Uh, there's a specific night that we're talking about last week where we, we couldn't get the Doomfist under control, and I played Roadhog until the Doom until the Doomfist quit, and then I continued to play Roadhog through the uh, the the rest of the that particular point and we got the point i'm like okay bob you need to switch the reaper i'm gonna take time and do something else just not roadhog but uh yeah I'm, I'm sorry but back getting back on track here the point is that diva right now is not a must pick this uh this change is based off of the feelings of the community that's what it is it is that's it's simply it's based off of people wanting to play uh diva in a different way and that's what no, I don't like. It's based off people complaining that she's oppressive and extremely overpowered. Or well, I'm so, I just don't matrix. feel she's overpowered. I don't feel she's overpowered because you have multiple strategies to deal with Diva. Well, you, 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 you were in the minority, my friend. I believe you do. I'm sorry. Like I mean, maybe because a lot of people don't play Orissa. Like I think it was when I started playing Orissa that I started draining Diva's defense matrix because you know I shoot. She put up defense matrix. I'm like. Let's see who lasts longer. Yep. And then at the, and then at the point where it was drained and she's trying to get away, I'm like, I'm taking her out of mech pretty frequently. This is yep. a strategy. <laughs> this is just well, a think, strategy. Yeah, and I think that's a strength of Orissa and Bastion against Diva. But Afera, useless against Diva. Soldier's pretty uh useless against Diva if she's pouncing on him like i'll have to switch off soldier if the diva's constantly on me she's oppressive to so so many things and she could fly so but this is the thing like i want her coming in doing damage so i could actually kill her overwatch is a team game and if you have a problem with a specific character it's not up to you always to take care of that problem you have to rely on your teammates to 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 take out to take out the problem very true you know even if you're playing soldier, right, and I'm an Arissa, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to drain that defense matrix unless she moves out of the way. Now, if she moves out of the way, then now the people she was protecting, now they're open to me. It, it works either way. So even if you have a diva that's not an idiot and backs away, now she's not necessarily doing her job. Because especially as Arissa, I have, I have uh, made a diva move. Use my graviton. Well, not what well, I forget what it's actually called—the gravity surge—and pulled people like the people she was trying to protect toward me, and then I like, killed them. You know, you you can definitely do that stuff. And I think you know you're right. Solo queue players may have a really tough time because you're trying to tell people focus the diva, focus the diva, diva's a problem, and nobody's paying attention to her because <laughs> they're just like they're just like somebody else is going to handle the diva, right? I I. I don't think balance changes should be made in a team-based game for people who don't play as a team. If I don't it didn't th- eat I'm everything, sorry. then I'd be... If it didn't eat ults, I'd say she could have it last even longer. Shit, I mean, like, but even, like, I mean, the, the hard counter to D.Va is, like, fucking Zarya, man. You, you pull a Zarya around that corner with a D.Va, D.Va's like, okay, I'm flying out of here. Catch you guys later. <laughs> you know? What the fuck is she gonna do about that? But I just think this... I guess maybe my problem is I'm like you guys are fucking lazy. Like work a little harder, you can get rid of the diva. I think she's gonna be a hell of a lot more fun to play down. I think it's a good change for the game, though. Well, I mean, I don't know. I always had fun. 
playing diva but i play objective like that's the thing. i don't ha- i don't have to constantly be killing people to have fun in the game you know it's fun bob winning winning is fun to me <laughs> i don't so, like, constantly no, have to be killing people either God. i, th- I think i, I think that's Lucio. why i don't i think that's why i don't have a problem playing tank so much like i just want to get the objective from point a to point c like you know that's that's, that's what i want to do i want to get the objective i want to move on the team-based play of overwatch is what's it's what is uh is fun to me so but you know we'll see what happens with that uh let's talk let's move on to the season five wrap up i'll let you go first bob what, how how was your season five what'd you think what about season five season five was good it was a little bit of a roller coaster for me i went right up to diamond right when the season started with those uh booster games i guess you would call them at the start of the match or the yeah. start of the season after placements then I dropped down all the way to the 2500s. Then I went all the way back up to Diamond. Now I'm back down to 2800s. Actually, I think I fell into 2700s today with those two games. Mm. You're in 2800s? So I think I'm in high 2700s now. Mm. But then Which- I had a good time with my alternate character who went all the way up to almost platinum and down and up and down and up. And I've been playing all kinds of different tunes on him and l- trying to learn different people that, you know, I haven't been comfortable with playing at the higher S- uh, SR, but that makes sense and are good to learn. So my solo guy, I got to, I got up into the high 2800s, but I just, I only played like, maybe 25 games with him and i just i just don't play solo a whole ton so that's pretty much i mean it was a pretty good season yeah i i my season i was very surprised if anybody remembers at the beginning of the season that i went four and six and i placed like mid 2700s going four and six and I was like, man, I must have played my ass off. But then I remembered that's when I also started. I, didn't, I wouldn't say I mained Arissa, but that's when I started pulling her out more frequently. And I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't do it because she was a new character. It wasn't like a strategy. Like, oh, that's that's one thing I, I wanted to just bring up real quick. Season six, prepare to see lots of Doomfist in your placements. Prepare for that because people are going to be trying to use Doomfist because he doesn't have a lot of stats on him and trying to, you know, get higher rank that way. But um, if everybody does it, then it won't work. Well, for, if you do it early enough and then people will still think it's early, you know, not to mention people are going to be bad at it. They don't realize it works the other way, too. <laughs> you know? So, But um, back to back to what I was saying. Very, very true. On the, they'll be bad at it, bringing <laughs> the average way down. down. Uh, so... Yeah, the I played over a lot, so that I think really, really helped me get placed where I was. The highest I placed this season was twenty nine fourteen, and then we just had some really bad nights, man. Like, you know, you would think a lot of people think that six stacking is the way to go. It's not the way to go when you're about to get into diamond, and you're not an organized team. Because a lot yeah. of the people, a lot of the teams we played against in six stacks were organized teams. We basically were a pug. Like a, a lot of the time, we were a pug of players that hadn't played together. Maybe me, you, and Mel played together, or me, you, and somebody else, and that was it. But yeah, yeah. If, like, I mean, if you're gonna do that, guys, like you need to have a clear cut shot caller that no matter what the fuck he says, you do it. 
Either it doesn't matter if you think it's a bad idea. Like that's the type of shot callers that those teams of six at that level have, and you die so freaking fast when they focus you. It you'll you'll be a tank and you'll just be like I was Winston. I just was there for a second and I'm dead, and and so. It'll work in the uh, the lowers because everybody's pugs like us, you know, like, but without like good communication and extremely good positioning and knowing what you're doing, like you're not going to climb unless you have someone on your team that's just like a 4K DPS and you guys, you know, do your adequate job, then yeah, you could probably get, that would be carried though. Not, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, we're talking someone that's, you know, over a thousand playing over a thousand SR lower than they should be, those guys can probably carry. Yeah. I also thought this season was a bit unique because it had just a ton of like weird problems, like in different parts, right? Where uh, you had the issue in the beginning where the season started during an event. And I'm pretty sure like that weekend it started was like a double XP weekend. Double XP weekend, Ooh. the anniversary event, uh, the thrower from hell first couple weeks, like throwers and the toxicity well, was way high. Well, I think that's mainly because of how the season started, right? Like it, has, it started during an event and with with a double XP weekend, I think a lot of people who end up placing just kept playing, you know, and it was toxicity super high. It was the highest we had seen in this game thus far. And I would say it's definitely come down quite a bit. Um as the season went on, you know? Yeah, I would definitely uh, agree with that. It definitely, and I didn't have a ton of throwers, you know, I didn't see a ton of throwers uh, later on in the season, but, you know, yeah, like, that was that was a huge issue uh, all throughout. So, yeah, like, it was, yeah, it was, it, was some, it was some issues. A lot of people losing SR and just getting angry. And I think part of the problem, right, is that Blizzard's still not taking a hard stance on, on any of that, right? Yeah. They're, like, they're not helping. The only thing they started taking a harder stance on are levers. If you're a lever now, like, it's super easy to get that 10-minute ban, to get that eight-hour ban. You know, they're, they're doing that. But part of the problem is that uh, some people, we had a lot of people disconnecting this season for, at no fault of their own. Like a ridiculous amount. I don't remember a competitive season where so many people dropped connection. And then if Blizzard wants to go ahead and start for enforcing these, you know, rules on levers, they need to make sure that the return to game option is back in there. They need to make sure that when people drop or if their game client crashes, they can get actually get back in the game. Yeah, no matter what. No matter what, because a lot of people have that option. I don't know how many times I was playing and somebody dropped, like, oh, I got kicked out of Overwatch. Like, their client didn't even crash. They got disconnected, but they're still connected in Discord. And they're like, I got dropped out of Overwatch. And they try to come back since I can't rejoin the game. What, what the fuck are you supposed to do about that? Tell me, Bob. Cry. Tell me. Give me some answers. Cry. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. And I had one where uh, I, was playing with, I was playing with Tank and... Uh, and it was just me and him. He got kicked, right? And then he couldn't get back in. I ended up was the last person that stayed the entire time. I lost six SR 
but he lost zero. Oh, yeah. So it was actually the server knew that it messed up, didn't take anything for the people that left early, but since I stayed the entire time, wow. I, I mean, that's that's what I'm assuming, but... You got shafted. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was only six SR, but I was like, what the fuck? Blazing shafts. <laughs> <laughs> Bob shafts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, if Blizzard wants to enforce that, which I totally think they should, right? Leavers should be, you know, people who are constantly leaving should have, you know, some type of penalty, right? Even if you just have an unstable internet connection, you can't say connected. I'm sorry. I know you want to play competitive Overwatch, but you're making it not competitive. I mean, by leaving, like you're putting your team at a disadvantage, so maybe you just shouldn't be playing competitive Overwatch, unfortunately. But for those people who have, whose connections are fine, who are staying connected to the internet, but Overwatch drops them from the server... Though, like you, you, you can't start enforcing that policy until those people, or until that problem is fixed. Man, they know? can't really. They can't make it so that the people on the lever side don't lose SR because then they'll just be people abusing the hell out of that. So, yeah, like you know, they'll they'll have a council. Like, oh, I don't care about this council. You know, I'll I'll leave. So you know that yep. that's that. Uh, I mean, they could. I don't want to get into that. That's that's a whole different conversation, yeah. right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, season five was definitely. I don't. Know, I, I don't. I don't think I've played this hard in a season for quite some time, and that's because I really haven't had a group to play with too much, like in the in the previous seasons, like <clears throat> season three, season four. Because I was playing like season two and the beginning of season three. I was playing pretty hard because of um, the Overwatch LFG that I was using. But then I got shut down. Got shut down for like 30 days. It was hard for me to find groups. And when it came back, nobody was using it anymore. You know, I think it is. I think it's finally starting to pick up now. But even it's not nearly as like it was before. Before, it was like you could just go on there and people were posting every minute. And you can find yourself a group and you had options. And now it's like if you go in and you look away for too long, up, oh, you missed your opportunity. Somebody else posted, but they got a team now. So fuck it. Like it's not going to work out. And that's what kind of drove me away from playing competitive Overwatch the way I was. But, you know, now I have more people to play with. I, I think I'm back. But I think now everybody's got crews. Yeah. You know, I've got like a a, a pretty big pool of people that I play with and. And so, like, I think probably a lot of people are that are that way now. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. Like, you know, you should be, you know, trying to form together with friends and play together. Because uh, that's the way the game is made to be played. If you didn't catch what I was saying earlier, <laughs> you know, with groups of people, get friends, as as Bob said. <laughs> so yeah, it's like uh, I, I, I think this this is the highest I've made it. But I think my biggest problem with not hitting diamond wasn't that i i just couldn't do it skill wise it was that i mean i could only play so much time per week you know uh each loss was devastating for me because that's like i if i you know play you know two matches i lose one that may be that that might be the only three matches i get to play all week long until the the, the next week i don't know if i'm going to be able to come back and make up for that loss you know, so even ties, right? Are it 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 feels 
bad not because I lost or because of the tie. It feels bad because it feels like a huge waste of time. If I'm not gaining SR, it's a fucking waste of time. <laughs> you know, and I don't have a lot of time to waste, and I think that's my biggest issue. If I would have played, you know, uh, uh, you know, a few days a week at least, I think I would have been you know better off. I, I would have definitely hit diamond because I would have my wins, have my losses, but. Uh, Actually, compared so like you know, I started the season four and six, and I even had a couple more losses after that. I played solo for a little bit, but you know, after that, like my I have I think my I have like either a fifty percent win rate or maybe a little bit less than fifty percent run win rate, and I definitely have more SR than I did when I started the season. So I am I'm definitely uh, I definitely won more than I lost this season um after placements <laughs> that, that is i yeah. i definitely made up for those placement matches and i did the placement matches solo too by the way because i was like ah fuck it let me do it and i wasn't even going to take this season seriously until i was like oh 27 like 64 i'll play i'll play up <laughs> you know i guess i'm just i just care so much less now so i mean it was the two games were a bummer but me nee. Yeah, but you also I mean, you play way more than I do during the week. Like imagine if you if you played it on Monday and you could not play until next Monday. You know that you cannot play until next Monday and you go two and one. Like it's just kinda like uh like, you know, or even worse, one and two. Like it's like it's a terrible feeling. Like I won't even be able to like fix that or make that up until next week. I didn't play Sunday or Monday. Monday, I had an exchange changeover at work, so right, had to do that, and so yeah, I didn't get to play Sunday or Monday, and I was like, oh man, I didn't get to play anything, like not even. And I got addicted to uh, Marvel's Defenders on Netflix on Sunday. Watched pretty much the whole the whole season. Uh huh. Monday, and then it was our Sunday, and then it was Game of Thrones after that. So. Hmm. Wasn't a whole lot of time. <laughs> yeah. But that kind of killed me not playing. I got home for the exchange migration last night. And I was like, I really want to just play, though. Yeah. So imagine if you had like a seven day stint like that <laughs> where you knew you wouldn't be able to play again. And then horrible. you lost and lost two games. So, yeah, it's it's a problem. But season six is right on the horizon. Uh, that season six, like season five ends on the 20th. Season six starts the 31st. I think so. Three days later, so it's that gonna be about right. Yeah, it's gonna be coming up pretty pretty quickly. I mean, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, I I still think that they should have kept like you know, two and a, if they're gonna do the two and a half month season, right, and have two weeks of no comp. Well, it's actually a three. Yeah, it's actually a three month season. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they changing that. Yeah, they're definitely changing that. Which brings us to our next spot. Yeah, so season, season six, six is changes. Crazy. Yeah, so first of all, they're changing season six. I'm going to complain a lot here, by the way. So just prepare yourself for that. Dude, <laughs> so season it's six, all good. Yeah, well, no. Except for the first one, maybe. So two month seasons instead of two and a half month or three month seasons. And the reason they're doing that is because they're saying they're noticing that the engagement is higher at the beginning of each season. And they want to bring that excitement more frequently. Fuck that. It's it, n- nobody likes doing placement matches. 
nobody placement matches are well, some of the like the worst ten games you're gonna play consecutively. Placement matches are horrible. The beginning of every season is fucking terrible because everybody's trying to game the system so they can get high SR. People are going to be fighting over Doomfist. They might still be fighting over Arissa or maybe Sombra because of, you know, characters have lower pick rates possibly. Like, placement matches are not fun to play. Ugh, like, so one of the main reasons that placement matches weren't fun for me is because I knew I was going to at least lose 200 SR. Which will no longer be happening. Well, that supposedly didn't, that didn't start until season four. No, season three, four, and five. With the lower, okay, so yeah, that didn't. Yeah, I, I don't care about the, the the place a little bit lower because you get the boosted SR when you start, right? You get like you know, yeah. But if you lose those games, it's 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 fucking stupid. It's it's dumb to like. In fact, you could just throw the placements out for. For me, like I'm cool with that, but I'm way cooler with what it's going to than what it was. At least you're not going to get that automatic negative, so you'll place a little bit closer to what you were before, as long as you play at that same level. So that part is really freaking cool. Yeah, I mean, before they place people higher, then they place people lower, and now they're supposed to place you where you're actually supposed to be. But I mean, I didn't mind the the subtractive SR. I never really had a problem, you know, coming out of that because you have that boost for quite some time. You know, as long as you're in that lower section, they're gonna boost you out. That's that's the thing. Like, I mean, when I placed my uh, my Smurf, I was getting like eighty SR, fifty SR for like I think like two weeks. You know, of wins until when yeah, they. Yeah, it's a little different on new first seasons, though. Yeah, when they it gets le- less and less as the seasons go on for 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 that account. Even it's my still factoring all that in. Even my uh, my main, I got I placed at like twenty seven sixty four, and I was getting uh, fifty SR per win for quite some time until I got to twenty nine hundred. Until I got twenty nine hundred, that's when they stopped giving me fifty SR per win. Well, I was getting a ton. That's how I got to diamond the first, like, you know, right at the start of the the season because I got lucky and won a ton. Yeah. So, but they're saying for you know uh, for what he was talking about for that the there's no subtraction that you know, some people while some people were able to get back where they were supposed to be, some people could not uh, because of you know they weren't winning. Which that well, shouldn't I tell them something else? Shouldn't I tell them that the SR system actually isn't working? Because, like, you know, like, the, the, SR, the, the SR system is supposed to be about individual skill rank, right? It's so, partially about It's supposed that, to be about yeah. individual skill rank. So they place you a little bit lower, and they expect you to get back to where you're supposed to be. If it's actually, if it's actually affected <sighs> by individual skill rank, that would actually happen. You would actually climb back up to where you're supposed to be. But people aren't doing that. With enough games. It's affected by it, but it's not about it. If it was about it, then you could gain SSR even in losses. See what I'm saying? So it's still heavily weighted on wins and losses. I'm talking about that's reality. I'm talking about the Blizzard's actual Blizzard's uh, approach to it, or what, or what they're saying about the SR system. What you're talking about is reality. Yes, team like wins and losses do affect your skill rating. But to Blizzard, what they've been saying about SR is that it should that it it should put you into your proper place. That's what they've been saying this entire it, time. It does. If 
you're you placing win? your first no if you're placing your first time <laughs> it rapidly moves you up like if it's a new uh, if it's a new account and i mean you'll you'll start like we were, like i told you before we were in jacks and we went from playing golds to start and then by game 5 we were in a group of full diamond rank so it rapidly moves you up there it does not do it rapidly on your other accounts in the placements the next it rapidly moves you down i think you're missing what i'm trying to say here because you keep talking about what it's actually doing what i'm what i'm versus what i'm saying what blizzard says it does <laughs> well, well okay. yeah but i mean it but what i'm just saying they're accurate if they're talking about a new account in its first season no of they're not they're talking about any account they're talking about any account and it's supposed to put you you're supposed to be uh put you where you're supposed to be so yeah, if you're and losing- i'm saying it's only accurate on that first season of comp. That's the only time that that's Which, like I said, statement. you're talking about reality. I'm talking about what Blizzard says in the way that it's actually supposed to work. I don't believe that they actually said that. I don't, I, mean, I don't think they ever said that rapidly moves you up at all on a character that's not new. Jeff Catlett specifically talked about a new character. He talked about watching a Grandmaster play his new Smurf and rapidly get moved up. But he didn't talk about somebody who had deranked down to gold and did their placements and then rapidly moving them back up. He never I'm not talking about, about that. that either. I'm not talking about somebody who's throwing games to get down into bronze. I'm talking about the average player. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying he's only stated it on new accounts. He's never stated it on nah, current existing accounts going into the next season. When people were complaining about SR, he has said it multiple times. Multiple times that the SR system will place you where your skill is supposed to be. He didn't see, he, yeah, I mean, he might have talked about new accounts as well, but he, he definitely talked about everyday accounts, that the SR system is working, the SR system knows where you're supposed to be placed, and that's where it puts you. If it's giving you more SR per win, it thinks you should be higher. It's trying to push you away from the lower players. If it thinks you're, uh, you that know, not... Of it, yeah, yeah, if, if but it not thinks, rapidly, though. Where did you get Very where did you get unrapid. the Okay. Like <laughs> you keep on talking bring up like the 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 the, the like the, the rapid yeah. thing. And the whole point of like when I started this was talking about they they've been saying that the SR system is your individual skill rank. They're saying that the SR system is uh rates you as an individual and places where you you where your skill is supposed to be as an individual. My point is if the SR system actually did that even if they place you a little bit lower so that you feel good about climbing a little bit, that should actually happen. But what's happening is that players are getting placed lower. They're playing people with lower SRs, which are, you know, that we, we've already covered that that does cause you to lose a bit more when you play with people in lower SRs. Which is why it's so, why it's so difficult for people who are in silver to pull into gold and from bronze to pull into silver. If the SR system was actually, you know, effective as a individual skill rating system, that wouldn't be happening. These people that they're talking about that aren't able to reclaim their rank because they're getting these losses, like either the SR system's not working or it's not an individual skill rank system. That is what I was talking about. Well, I was just talking about with enough games played is I think what they're referring to. You can't just play a handful of games and think that that's, you know, where you're at. You know what I mean? Like you have to play quite a few games and 
the team aspect is still the biggest thing because it doesn't matter how good you are. If you get on teams with one thrower, like you're going to keep losing rank. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm kind of saying. Like, I mean, it's the SR system isn't working the way that they're intending. The SR system isn't working the way they say it's supposed to work. Well, it because just depends it, on how you perceive it is, is what I'm getting at. Like what I'm getting at is there's no fact or anything here. It's just opinion on what's working and what's not. And that, you know, it's semantics. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll move on because we're going to go around circles <laughs> all night here. So skill decay uh, is also, it, it requires five games in seven days instead of seven games in seven days. So, you know, that it's just a good change. That's a good change. And then uh, you only lose 25 instead of 50. If you do decay in that day. Yeah. Uh, also control is moving to best out of three as opposed to best out of five. This is fucking stupid. That's fucking dumb. You are crazy, dude. It's fucking like, stupid. One of the best no, it's, like, it's changes, dumb. It's, you know how many games I've never I have gone, a 45 minute you know how many game games I've gone God. to oh uh, and two and then came back three straight. Yeah. And I know how many times I've been two and oh and gotten fucking gotten beat. Okay, you know well, maybe I mean? you should have been so better at those games. Maybe the team should have worked a little harder out. and closed it out. It'll it average out, and the games will be short. No, so sometimes like it, the t- sometimes it takes a, ga- a team two games to get their shit together. Like, what's the problem with that? Well, the, I mean, like, the, in, the other team doesn't get their shit together. I'll win. I mean, it doesn't like what is like, if you go to a five like was like a five uh, a five you know a five round uh, control point game. What does it take twenty minutes? No. 30 minutes at the most a five point where it's 99 99 and you guys are every single time fighting i mean we're talking 40 minutes how often does that happen not to, to mention me, you often, say 40 40 minutes often dude I, I don't give a fuck about 40 minutes like counter-strike matches could take 40 minutes unreal tournament we used to play 20 minute rounds each like you know like that's 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 it's not for that's me nothing. it's competitive it's competitive. I don't give a fuck. Like it, it's sometimes it takes teams at least two games to get together. If a team hits you with a confusing comp and you can't put it together, like in two games, like now you're gonna lose. Like and now you only play the maps once. You only play each of them once, which is also awesome. So you won't get, you know, unlucky with a team that has a widow and they get two of the one level on Ilios, the big long one. Nice. It's going to be nice. And games are going to be shorter, and I'm going to be able to get more games in to possibly gain more SR. And you talking about time, man. You don't have a lot of time. Yeah, but I'm also talking about having a team that can't get their shit together within the first two games. Like, And that's that's tough. Like, it t- it, Control point maps are tough if somebody's hitting you with a comp that they're really good at. It's not just coming up with some comp that, you know, and then come up with the counters for it. If they're really good at their comp, you know, that takes some work and it takes more than, a, you know, a, sometimes two games to get it together. I think three out of five is fine. Three out of five is fine. Like, I mean, the other, other competitive games, like, they take time. They take, I mean, look at fucking League of Legends. How long do those games take? You know? Yeah, but the rest of the games don't take that in Overwatch. And so that's why, I mean, Jeff said, and I mean, I know it to be true too. It's you said like these games, on average, take way longer than the other than the other map types, and you get also more XP for them too. Like they kind of compensate you for your time there. 
So not my comp point time though. Yeah, I, I don't. I, 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 I and not my SR gain. You know, opportunities. Yeah, if you're actually winning the best two out of three. <laughs> but I mean, there's, there's, I have just as many games where I lose when I started out two and zero as I win when I go zero and two. Probably more so games like I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to actually personally benefit from this change because. I can't tell you how many times my team gets lax after two after two wins, and they're just like, I don't know if they have short attention spans or what, but all of a sudden we had a great comp, and then our Reinhardt's like, oh, I'm going to be widow this time. Well, that's a team problem. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's a it's a plat problem. That's that's a team problem. I mean, yeah, have to work with the teammates there. Uh, they're also making changes to the matchmaker. Um, they're trying to place players better, I guess, always. But now higher-ranked players, they're going to place them more frequently with other higher-ranked players, which means that they will have longer wait times. They will. I think uh, the higher-end players are really going to like that change because they're talking about masters and grand and grandmasters getting thrown in games with diamonds and stuff like that. Yeah, which, you know, that's a problem. That's like if they, you know, allowed like a, a platinum player down in the silver. You know, that's that, that is an well, issue. It's just, so. Yeah, it's completely different play styles. Like, and Masters and Grandmasters players hate it because they play so much better positioning up at that level than the Diamond players do. And, like, I mean, vastly than the Plat and Gold. I mean, it's a whole different game. And so they're going to be happy that they're actually getting a more competitive game. Because I've heard them complain about this forever. But it's going to be longer queue time, so. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, that's that's the changes coming for season six. Um, I mean, honestly, I this whole two-month season thing is making me not even want to try that hard, to be honest with you. Like, it's you just shouldn't not- lose much between each each season now, so at least that's that's good for you. Yeah, but placement matches suck. Placement matches are a fucking, it's a crapshoot, you know. That, that's the thing. Uh, most people go negative in their placement matches, or they go eat, or they go five five. Like, you know, that's uh, placement matches are trash because people aren't even like a lot of people aren't trying to work together. They're trying to do what's best for them to get their SR high. So having two month season means I have less time to play games to actually, uh, you know, to get up to whatever the next level is. Uh, not to mention, you will be getting. I think they what they say they're going to be giving you more comp points uh, or more um, competitive points. Was it? It wasn't per, per game per season per win, and you're per getting win. less for your end of the season bonus. Yeah, but they're saying it's going to equal out to the to the same amount. But we'll see. I don't know. But they were saying be- the end of season will equal out in a year basis, like. So right. instead, you you have five seasons, so they're probably going to cut it by like twenty percent. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. But two month seasons, it's like okay, I got eight weeks and I got to play all these games. Like I just that that makes it less attractive for me to play because like at least with this season, I knew I have you know I have more time to play. At least I can tell myself that I have more time to play. And now it's like when it starts, eight weeks, and that's it. Like eight weeks is nothing. That, that's That'd be nothing. cool if they just got rid of placements and you just went to the next season, you know? 
Yeah, I'd be like, totally cool with that. You could just choose to not do your placements and just keep the exact SR you had. I'd yeah. be cool with that. Yeah, I'd also um, be cool with a full reset, or I'd even pay five bucks to reset, like to reset a character. I'd pay five bucks just reset them. <laughs> MM, MMR reset. I go through my initial placements. Yeah, that would just get abused. That would get totally abused. So probably. people who people who placed and they they get placed like let's say they make their way up the platinum they start losing they don't like it they reset they go back to you know starting in silver or gold it will totally get abused so and then like also the control change I do not like this so like all this is making me not want to invest that much time into competitive play to be honest mm-hmm. with you well that's a bummer because. I'm exactly, I'm just right on the opposite side. Like, I mean, polar opposite. This has got me excited. And I'm just, I mean, I can't think of any of the changes that I don't like, except for the fact that I just like placements to be removed. The rest of the changes I love. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our weekly updates. Weekly updates. Uh, not too much to talk about. I do have a few things. First of all, there's hitbox. Uh, the Doomfist hitbox changes are coming specifically to his fist. Uh, I didn't really realize this guy didn't play as Doomfist too much. I actually started noticing it after the fact, after I watched this video. But Doomfist right now, even if he aims to the left or right of you, he can still hit you without actually hitting you. So he's a melee character that can hit you without actually hitting you uh changes are coming to fix this to the like he will now actually have to hit you in order to do damage so doomfist players are going to need to be a bit more uh they're going to need to be more accurate to put that there so uh, we'll yeah. see those changes i believe they're on the ptr now so we'll see those changes coming out soon uh also mercy changes are on the way but Nothing has been detailed with these mercy changes. All we know is that the mercy changes are going to be, you know, what cool and interesting, as they said, and it's just kind of like what make her more fun to play, I guess. Make her more fun to play. Like, I'm sorry, like you don't have to keep. Cha- I keep. I'm like a broken record now because, like, <laughs> you don't have to keep changing characters to make people want to play them more. First of all, mercy is picked all the yeah, time I think they're full of shit in their reasoning i think they want to make her harder to play is is basically what boils down she to. is I mean, the you agree with that yeah like we, we just looked at the the, uh, the meta report she is the highest picked character in almost every tier yeah i think they want to make her harder to play yeah and so uh, yeah she's well, i mean she like she's easy to pick up but she's difficult to master what's wrong with that like anybody can pick up mercy and start healing. That is true. Anybody can pick up a mercy and start healing. How well you do it is a completely different story. It's really just about that res and knowing when to res, and that's really they. I mean, that's what separates the mercies from the worsies. I don't know. I don't know how to say. It. Just, <laughs> just, it's what just separates the good ones from the bad ones because. You can easily get a three man res and then it's four V six and you just uh you just basically threw that you threw the next minute of your time because of that. Right. I so, mean but it but it looks like a good res on paper because it's three people. Hey. 
I don't know. She, I don't, she's fine where she is. And the, the changes they're going to make are once again, changes to make her more attractive to different people. N- unnecessary. Un- uh, completely unnecessary. It's, it, it's, it's troublesome that they're doing this. They're doing this more frequently now. You know, I think before Symmetra, they were balancing characters based off of need. And then after Symmetra, now they're just bouncing characters to make them more popular, quote unquote, make them more popular, or, or at least in perception. Because Jeff Kaplan did say they do make balance changes based on perception. Like, why would you admit that? Like, that's terrible. That's a terrible way to balance the game, the balance based off perception, especially a game that you're trying to turn into an esport or a huge esport. That's not attractive. <laughs> to have a, a balance based on perception because most of your community, most people who play this game are in gold and below, <laughs> you know? So of course they're going to have one perception of the game, but I don't know. We'll see what changes are coming to mercy soon. I am not looking forward to that. I'm not even a fucking mercy player, but we'll see. And I could be wrong. Jay, yeah, I will always I, admit when I'm wrong. Hopefully I am wrong. I like the re the reworks. I've actually not heard you that you were wrong. Uh, you just caught me off guard. What have you ad- admitted you were wrong? Well, when have I been wrong? When have I said something on the show that was like definitely uh, wrong? No, we I didn't well, know why we were wrong I mean, when we talked opinions. about the skin thing, when we talked about the weapon skin thing, because we talked about that saying that weapon skins were probably on the way. Oh, and well, you're they talking weren't. about facts. You're mm-hmm. talking about facts. I mean, what you're talking about right here, we're just talking speculation. Like I've Like, I've admitted I was wrong on speculating. And that's just a change of my opinion going from Sombra's horrible, it shouldn't be played to Sombra's really good if you know what you're doing with her. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, well, we those s- are still two non facts. Well, we speculated on the weapon skin thing and that we were wrong. So I admit it, we were wrong. Like, <laughs> that's the, yeah, but, it, was, but it became that's a fact, fact. after we were, speculation. We were for sure wrong. It wasn't our opinion. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I like the, re, the reworks. I do agree with you that they kind of. They kind of shake things up quite quite a bit, and if and I'm sure I'm sure Melissa's shaking in her boots right now because she's like, uh, yeah, am I going to be able to play the new Mercy? If if you just want to play the game, to play the game. If you don't want to, if you don't want the game to be in the esports, sure, shake it up all the fucking time. Shake it up every few months, you know, if you want to. But in order for a game to be successfully competitive, it needs to stabilize. It needs to be stable, and I'm not talking about stable for two months stable for three months and then you make big changes it needs to be stabilized over time like that's how you make these incredible strats you know that you see in other games you know and these these other plays that these people are making that's that's just that's just the way it is you're constantly shaking up it will never stabilize but i can't imagine it being stable it like yeah csgo yeah but csgo is boring as hell for me like that well, because then, it's stable. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing, right? I mean, like, League of Legends, I think they, they shake things up usually by bringing in new characters. That's that's when things tend to get shaken up. Well, they they have a strategy where they sh- they'll bring in a new character, make sure it's OP, so you buy it, and then fix it a little later. So you get some shake up out of that. But they don't even shake up League of Legends as much as Overwatch has been shaking up its, you know, its balance. They don't. Yeah, but it's the first year. Or first year and a half, whatever. 
Uh, no first year. We just had the anniversary. Year and three months, whatever it is. Yeah, we're definitely past the year. You know, don't tell me you're like that Pearson who says, oh, my baby's 24 months years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I would, for sure, as a player, shaking it up, I don't care. I mean, but if you're trying to tell me that you want to make this game an eSport, then no, like it's, <laughs> like it's not going to be stable. And I don't know, I just think uh, a lot of players, like, they'll get tired of the constant changes. I mean, this isn't something I'm making up off the top of my head. We have other examples of games that shook up their things like this before, MKX and Justice, like, Nine MKX, sorry, like Mortal Kombat Nine. I don't think MKX had that stupid like stat update system that MK Nine did, but like we've had other games that tried to be serious competitively, and then the players are just like fuck this. I'm gonna go play something that's more stable because I can actually design strategy around this stuff. These games are deep. Overwatch is a deep game. Period. Overwatch is not a shallow game. It would be different if Overwatch was shallow. And they need to keep things moving, but it's not. Overwatch is a deep game, and we haven't even seen people truly dig into the game because it's always constantly changing. Every time you get kind of settled with something, they make a change and now you got to worry about this change. Now I got to worry about that change. You know, soon we're going to have to worry about the diva missiles and whatever the fuck mercy he's going to have, like her new bazooka or some shit like that. <laughs> you know, like to, to this make her both the play. exciting to me. Like I would be so bored. Like I've played fucking 600, 700 hours of this game. There's no way I would have played another game that much. You know what I mean? Like I played, I've, I've played a ton of Hearth of Hearthstone because it's constantly changing, and especially when they started dropping old old cards out, then it got even more exciting. And I mean, it's a completely different game. Yeah, I don't constantly. I just, I just don't need it. You're talking to somebody who played 5,000 hours of Unreal Tournament 2004 in a two year period. Like <laughs> this is yeah, I, I just a different. It's different strokes for different folks. Yeah, and that's because I I I primarily played that game competitively. I mean, I think my second most played game other than that was Guild Wars, and that was also played competitively with about 2,000 hours. I think so. Yeah, like if you, it's it's a little different. Like like I said, with, with Overwatch, as a player, you want to change things, sure. No problem. I uh, personally, I actually really don't have that big of a problem with it. My problem stems from the fact that how do you expect this to become a, a major esport with things just constantly changing? So I don't know, man. Contenders was the most exciting thing I've watched in a long time with so many different team comps and different characters played. I mean, it was freaking. Last weekend was cool, man. Yeah, so we'll see. Now, this last thing we're going to cover is competitive reporting is going live on consoles and patch 1.14. So I'll just read what Jeff Kaplan says. Reporting on console will be available when patch 1.14 goes live. The patch has DM and TDM and is currently in the PTR for testing. Thanks for being so patient with us. Uh Uh-oh, I lost it. Here we go. Back up top. Uh, Also, it's important to note the reporting system and punishments are very much and ongoing development for us. Improvements will continue over time. We are working on increased punishments for high-frequency offenders, email notifications when your reports result in disciplinary action. We are experimenting with this right now. We'll expand this as we refine it. And eventually, notifications and game client where your report results in a disciplinary action. So they are... Oh, shit. Yeah, Excuse they me. they are going to be rolling that out live for console, which is great. But the post right underneath that, this guy kind of roasts Jeff Kaplan talking about, 
you're putting you know reporting into console but you're not even you haven't even fixed reporting in pc which is the responsiveness of blizzard on pc like i mean if they're many- actively fixing it ja it's a slow burn yeah like it's like in, i mean he's right like when you know he, he has an example he actually has images says you know yeah he puts up an image and he says, as you can see, this this player throw hero is Sombra. And he says, in season four, he played Sombra 132 times and lost 119 times. He has an 8% win rate in season four. He went from 34.43 down to 14.76 SR. You don't just touch high diamond and drop the bronze. 100% correct. So in season, season three, he went from 32.78 SR to 16.18 SR. In season five, he played Sombra 234 times and lost two. 234 times with Sombra. SR 3562 down to 3324. And the old and the user told me he's trying to drop back to bronze. So he must be, oh yeah. Like that's the the user said that he openly reported all five people on his team and but still, go doing that from season three to season five, and this guy is still playing. And competitive said he'd never been banned once either yeah like that that is a huge issue since they said they did their new their new reporting i've reported people that i should have got a fucking email that said there was action taken like one of them was torb stood in all uh three of our freaking uh uh king of the hill goth maps stood in there and built the turret inside spawn I yeah. never got an email saying that that he was, you know, that that action was taken. So, I guarantee, even the other team had a couple a couple people that reported him. So, yeah, I I'm not a believer in they're doing anything about this. Like you said, they're banning people for leaving. Yeah, so that's how Anthony got that eight hour ban. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the thing. Banning people from leaving, but these behavioral issues are not being addressed. I mean, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say I don't think I've said it in a few shows, but this is why the community should be managing themselves. <laughs> this is why the community should be, uh, you know, handling itself. Because if you play, even now, if you play Counter Strike, right, and you're a troublemaker, you can go onto a global ban list. You don't. They don't have to wait for Valve to ban somebody for being a douchebag. You know, you can you can go onto a global ban list. Unreal, we had global ban list. You know, Battlefield. I think they still actually. I don't know if they still do that anymore because I don't know if they allow mods onto their servers. But you know, if the community was able to police itself, a lot of these you know issues wouldn't really be an issue. You know, but it is what it is. It, maybe so. Yeah. So uh, also, we kind of mentioned it, but we think there's going to be a cinematic release today you know which should be wednesday when the show releases so uh you know hopefully check that out um we actually uh got a a question from the stream but i don't think we're going to be able to do that today because we are definitely over time so i'm gonna go ahead and close up the show i want to remind everybody that we do stream live every tuesday at 9 p.m eastern standard time on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons so thank you everybody who joined the stream uh today and uh if you're listening and you want to you know check us out next week this tuesday 9 p.m eastern standard time uh we're always looking for overwatch stories so please feel free to send those to us 
Uh, you know, whether it's a cool story, angry story, whatever, go ahead and send us your Overwatch story so we can talk about it on the show. Uh, we do have a PS4 community and an Xbox One community uh, on the consoles. Both are called Watchmore Radio Overwatch. So, you know, join those. And like I said, next season, I'm definitely playing console more frequently. So I'll see you there. We also have a Discord for you to join. And that goes for anybody. It doesn't matter whether you're on console or not. You can, you know, hop on to the Discord and uh, chat it up with us. It's discord.me slash mash those buttons. Just, you know, hop over there. We are we getting more and more people on the Discord, you know, every week it seems like. So that is, uh, that's pretty cool. We, we enjoy chatting with you guys. Uh, also, I like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook community that has Overwatch players from every platform. So I would suggest you go check them out. If you're looking for somebody to play with, or you just want to check out the latest memes in Overwatch, I would check out Heroes of Overwatch. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are available on multiple podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, Podbean, and we have our RSS feed if you have a podcatcher that I didn't mention or you can't find it. Uh, links are available for each platform right on the Mashals Buttons website. The Twitter account for Watchpoint Radio is twitter.com slash watchpointradio, but you can also find us on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash smash those buttons, and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. Bob, why don't you tell me where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch at blazin Bob. Actually getting closer to that. Yeah. I, I talked to Andreas today about some different setups that I could do because I had a problem. I think my problem lies, and if anybody wants to help me out, I think my problem lies in 144 hertz, and I'm playing at 144 hertz and trying to capture that and put it up. I think I'm running into issues there. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little more research on it, but it's real choppy if I play Overwatch. All right. Hashtag help Bob. <laughs> uh, you can find me at underscore jaw underscore on Twitter. And I also have a Twitch, but I don't use it all that often. It's twitch.tv slash church of jaw. If you want to check me uh, playing, you know, streaming something maybe every two weeks or so. So uh, I'll be on there. Uh, we encourage you guys to, you know, contact the podcast with any comments or questions. If you have any uh, questions you want to ask about what we talked about, any comments about what we want to talk about, uh, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter. You can email us at WPR at mashthosebuttons.com. You can leave a comment on the website, on Facebook, wherever. We'll try to find it and address your question. If you enjoyed the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do so is to share the podcast with friends and, you know, anybody that you think would enjoy the podcast. So if you can share that, we'd appreciate it. Also, if you really enjoy the show, you can rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Those, those ratings and reviews truly do help us. And we, uh, Really thank you guys for taking the time to do that. Uh, additionally, if you uh, you can also purchase some Mash Those Buttons merch. We have Watchpoint Radio shirts and mugs for those who, uh, you know, want to rock the, uh, the meta is not gospel on your body. We have those for you. So that is also a way you can help us out. And Bob with the great product placement again. You know, the green screen kind of fucked that up. That's a, a little bit, but a little bit. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Um, 
yeah, so th- if you if you've purchased the shirt already, thanks a lot for helping us out there, and hopefully you're hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, if you want to check out the rest of our shows, I definitely want to encourage you to go to mashthosebuttons.com/shows, and you can see all the shows that we have available uh, right now. And we we have shows for quite a few games. Destiny Two is getting ready to come out, so you might want to check out In Orbit. Uh, things are always going uh, going on in the fighting game community, so you can check out Double Tap there. Sit Rep Radio is still holding down. Uh, the division and uh, we have two world of warcraft podcasts one which is general news and another one which is about lore so the torn and the goblins about lore wild talk is about you know everything else so i would definitely check those out uh, there's but, always a chance of more coming you never know yeah always a chance <laughs> so uh yeah i like i said thank everybody for listening and we will catch you guys next week watch boy radio out <laughs>